Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. The countdown to Melbourne continues. Welcome to TC Live as we lead you up to live tennis at the top of the hour from Auckland. We are now just four days away from the start of the Australian Open. The photos coming in on social media of players arriving. Here is what's on the show. Former U.S. Open champ Sloan Stevens making her final preparations for the year's first major. Uh Uh-oh. Highlights from a three-set thriller in Hobart. Plus, Richard Gasquet holds one of the longest streaks in tennis. Find out what it is and why it's about to end at the hands of a fellow Frenchman. And the odds are out on the men's side of the Australian Open. Our experts place their bets on who will take the title. It's a TC Live parlay to win right now. We've got you covered for at least the next 14 hours on Tennis Channel T2 and TC+. Look at this lineup. Ben Shelton in action, plus an All-American match with Jesse Pagula and Bernarda Pera. Seb Korda, Taylor Townsend, Tommy Paul, and more. So much to get to. Great to have you with us once again on TC Live from our studios in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman back alongside Monica Puig. We've got John Wertheim over on the big screen. Yesterday we were talking about a tough day for Americans, but they backed it up with a much better one. Yeah, especially uh, some... Sophia, Sonia, whichever way you want to call it, she started off the day, you know, on the right foot for the Americans. And now we have a board full of, what was it, six did yeah. I see today? So, you know, red, white, and blue all over the place. Not black and blue, John. We, we've got the just red, <laughs> red, white, and blue. Did, did I hear right? There's a major that starts in like four and a half days. This is a packed week of tennis. Sometimes the week before majors, a little quiet. Players do their commercial obligations. We have wall-to-wall tennis, and as Monica says, a lot of succeeding Americans on this day. Now let's start with a couple of former major champions, beginning with Sonia Sophia Kennan. Uh, the, the Instagram handle went back and forth. She <laughs> likes to be called Sonia either way. She won the Australian Open in 2020, and by the way, her first ever title came right here in Hobart the previous year. So good vibes there. Absolutely, and she was ranked in around 208 January of last year, and now she's up to 38 in the world, and she's definitely showing why her ranking is where it is right now. She's playing some of her best tennis, and I think very similarly to when she won the Australian Open and made the final at the French, just looking physically very fit, working the ball around the court. I think she has some of the best timing in tennis, and look at the way that she can redirect from all angles of the court. She was serving well. She was moving well. She was hitting her spots. And Minnan just had nowhere to move. She tried a couple things, tried to upset Sophia numerous times. But Sophia just said, hey, I'm ready. I'm here. Goodbye to you. I've got this. Won more than 70% of her points on serve. Broke three times to get her first win of the new year. Darius Saville up next for Kennan. Meantime, Sloane Stephens going for her second victory of the season, Monica. It was actually 11 years ago when she made the semifinals in Melbourne. Got a lot of court time in this one. 
Yeah, the young Chinese player came out firing. However, Sloan does what Sloan does best, and that is fight till the very end. And we know that forehand and that backhand, when they are on, she can hit winners from all sides of the court like she was just showing. And right here in the tiebreaker, she came out and had a 5-4 lead, which for Sloan could be over and done with. However, Yuan said... I'm going to have some look at this tiebreaker with some gutsy play at 4-5 down and then continues and just closes the door on Sloane Stevens, who was visibly frustrated. But it's time to turn the page and get ready for AO. Yeah, I knew she had her opportunities. Two hours and 50 minutes for that match. Stevens faced 18 break points, was broken seven times. Some stuff to work on. Heading into Melbourne as we go over to Adelaide, where Marketa Vondrosova pulled out. So that meant Taylor Townsend got in. Last-minute entry is a lucky loser, John. She took advantage against Alexandra Sasnovich. We're calling her a lucky winner. This highlight brought to you by the body part hands. Uh, you're right, Steve. Taylor Townsend loses it to Claire Loom. Qualifying, gets the reprieve, gets in the main draw, and makes the most of it. A very nice two sets of tennis today. The first one, she gets a break. She's playing well. She's serving well. Look at this. The touch, the drop shots, the volleys, the net. Um, and then the second set got a little tighter. We see we go to a second set tiebreak, and again, Taylor just has the good. You think that's some gutsy shot making uh, in, in the tiebreak? Nice touch at the net. Seven aces overall, very clean tennis. So one set of crisp tennis, one set of fighting tennis, and Taylor Townsend, who thought she was out of the singles draw about 48 out to go, now advances. in the training room getting a massage I was nice and relaxed <laughs> I uh, was talking to Marquetta and I had already showered changed clothes because I played doubles at 10 o'clock this morning so I had already played and she was like yeah you're gonna play and I was like oh well guess I need to go get my dress and my shoes and get ready to go so you never know what can happen you just have to be ready and I came out very relaxed I just I felt very free to just play my game and I had a ton of fun out here thank you guys for watching tonight our lives are defined by opportunities. Taylor was prepared, took advantage, and now she's still in the singles and the doubles. Great stuff from Tay-Tay. What's your best lucky loser story? I think it might have been a quarterfinal, but I mean, I have to take my hat off to her because coming out and playing that well after having a massage, I would have been asleep. And she just comes out onto the court like if it's nothing and just says, okay, I'm going to take it and run with it. Yeah, it was pretty impressive stuff, John. Uh, she played doubles earlier in the day with Beatrice Haddad Maya, who, by the way, they're teaming up for the Australian Open. So they're in the quarterfinals now in doubles. And then she's like, all right, Mar Marquetta's telling me I got to go. She goes, and she is getting near her career high in singles right now. And it's great to see her playing at this level, singles and doubles, and I think she makes a really good point. I mean, part of the virtues of tennis is a lot gets thrown at you, and you can prepare for 10 variables, and you'll get stuck with the 11th. That's all part of what makes a tennis player's makeup, and uh, Taylor did a very nice job getting from that massage table onto the uh, court <laughs> and putting herself well today. The muscles were ready to go. Uh, on the men's side, Denis Shapovalov has not played since Wimbledon, dealing with that knee injury during his time off. Some good news. He proposed to his girlfriend, fellow tennis player Miriam Bjorklund. She said yes. They shared some photos in July. Uh, Bjorklund, good for her, went on to qualify for the U.S. Open for the very first time later that summer. Now Dennis is all well and healed, has been working hard to get back on court. Returning last night in Auckland against Sebastian Offner, John.
Yeah, his first match since that knee surgery following Wimbledon, 114 in the rankings. Opera's a very nice player, trained with Dominic Team, now actually ranked higher. Look at that one-handed backhand. He's coming off a semifinal in Hong Kong, and Dennis just didn't have it. You expected a little sluggishness. It's been a long time since he's played a match, but strangely, one of the things that let him down was his serve. He had 11 double faults in nine service games. Um, you know, 55 service points, 11 of them were doubles. That's uh, not going to get it done. This was a, a, a tough day at the office for Dennis. I mean, the good news is it didn't seem as though the knee was particularly giving him trouble, but he, he looked a little rusty against the class opponent, and uh, the run ends here onto Melbourne. Broken three times, says he is grateful to be back on court, excited to keep improving. Always good to see that shot maker in action. Last year, it was Richard Gasquet who took the title in Auckland. His first in five years became the oldest champ in the event, 66-year history. Got him back up to 42 in the world, but now has to protect that. Needed to get at least back to the final to stay in the top 100 this year. And one of the old guard of the French, taking on the next generation in 19-year-old Arthur Feast Monica. The only team in the top 50 did not take it easy on his elder. No, it's pretty much past, present, taking on present and future. And Feast, he has that sangha s power. I like to think of him as the sangha of present. He really can get a lot of weight behind his shots. He moves well. He competes very well. And well... When you have a backhand down the line on the run like that, it's really, really tough to beat. And Richard Gasquet, he's a player with tons of experience, but the experience just wasn't enough against this youngster who made the final of the ATP Next Gen Tournament, and the future is looking very bright for us. Hey, you talk about that song of power. 23 winners had nine aces. Feast says fini to Richard Gasquet, and also the longest active streak inside the ATP Top 100. Over as well, 956 weeks for Cascade. He will exit the top 100 for the first time since April of 2005. But what an incredible run. Viva la France, allez le bleu. Richard Gasquet, that is nearly 19 years inside the top 100, John, for uh, a man who's been inside the top 10 before, made major semifinals, but this comes to an end. Let's give some, some love to Richard Gasquet. Yeah, absolutely. But 2005, um, you know, that's, uh, that's that's George Bush years when this when this started. And, you know, it's been a bit of a rough year for the 37-year-olds with, with Nadal. Monfils went out yesterday, Gasquet today. But that is a uh, – that, that's almost 20 years in the top 100. We just talked about Denis Shapovalov, right? He had some knee surgery, had some problems, took some time off. He's now 114 in the rolling rankings. So it's not that hard. A couple of injuries, a couple of tweaks, bad results, and you're out of the top 100. To stay there for almost two decades is just extraordinary. To do it with a one-handed backhand should get you some bonus points as well. I agree with that. I mean, especially with changing generations, everything's constantly changing on him. To be able to stay in the top 100 is not an easy thing to do. I mean, I, I tip my hat off. I say nothing more because that's just, I mean, you don't need any more words to describe how miraculous that is. The guy who's now leading the active list, Novak Djokovic, 945 and counting. He's your number one player in the world. I think that could get to 1,000 Pretty easily with oh, yeah. Novak Djokovic. Big time. We'll see what happens. A lot more still to come. We are leading up to the top of the hour. Felix Ojeali has seen in action. Looking forward to that matchup against Daniel Altmaier. We'll also check in on the always entertaining Elena Ostapenko. Found herself in another three-setter overnight. See why she said she was sleeping in the first set.
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Monica, John, and Steve back with you on TC Live leading up to this match from Auckland. Felix Ojealiasim entering this year at 27 in the world. He's been to a career-high six, taking on Daniel Altmaier. First singles match of the season for FAA, top of the hour right here on Tennis Channel. Over to Adelaide we go, John. Dan Evans back from a calf injury, taking on Rinky Hitchikata, who's having a good start to the season. Dan Evans, oldest player in the draw of this tournament against Ricky, who's a wild card. And Dan Evans, for again, a guy, as you say, Steve, who had some injuries, moved well, hit the ball well. Very solid match for uh, for the Brits. He won 86% of his first serves. You're, uh, you're going to do pretty well when you're serving at that rate, especially when you're also winning more than half of your return points. So some nice shot making from Dan Evans. Uh, one of the better shot makers out here. Got a nice little one-handed backhand theme going too with uh, Gasquet and with Dennis Shapovalov. But this was all Dan Evans today. Very little resistance uh, from the Aussie wild card. For a guy who's needed some wins, he won't be seated at the Australian Open. His game has been, as you say, seemed beset a bit by injury. Very nice start to his season here. Uh, straight set win today. It was challenging to get injured at the end of last year. It took a while to heal. Elsewhere, Yelena Stepanko taking on Serana Kirstea. The Latvian said she was sleeping in the first set because she's not an early morning person. But uh, then she woke up, Monica. Yeah, the word of the day two days ago was Herkle Durkle. I saw it on Instagram, and that means when you spend too much time in bed after waking up. So that was probably the case for Ostapenko. And you never really know which Yelena's going to show up on court. So in the first set, it was the one who stayed home, took a break. But in the second set, she was firing on all cylinders. And when you have Yelena playing at her best, she is incredibly tough to beat. I mean, she has that firepower that we saw won her the French Open several years ago. And showing some wheels, hitting all the lines on the court. And, well, after this ace, lets out all the emotion, and Yelena is moving on in Adelaide. Overcomes the Herple Durkle. Ostapenko will face Caroline Garcia next as she looks to move on in the draw. What kind of odds does your favorite ATP star have to win the Australian Open? We'll let you know when TC Live returns. Welcome back. About 13 minutes away from first ball, Daniel Altmaier, Felix Auger-Aliassim. FAA looking to get to a quarterfinal for the seventh straight season. We shall see if that goes down against Altmaier today. Let's get you caught up on some more highlights from last night. In Adelaide, we had Yannick Hoffman facing Lorenzo Sonigo. Nearly three hours on court between these two, John. Yeah, two guys, only three spots separate them in the rankings. They're the same height. They've played before. A lot of similarities. Wouldn't you know it, they had a very close match. Look at that. That's a nice play uh, up at the net. Uh, USC Trojan Hodgman. Uh, first set was taken by Sonigo 7-5. Look at this play. Ooh, ouch. 
Um, that's one way to win a point and win a set. Uh, Hotman came back very nice second set for the former Trojan. This was a really clean match, guys. Look at these stats. 43 winners to 11 errors. Hotman, 38 winners to 15 errors by Sonigo. Goes to a third set. Hotman actually had two match points and couldn't convert either of them. Sonigo plays better when he has to. Actually won fewer points than his opponent, but in the third set breaker, he played his best tennis and was able to serve it out right here. Tough win, long win, but a win nonetheless for the Italian. He only won eight of his 27 second serve points. You mentioned, John, actually won two fewer points overall. That's tennis. Still wins the match. Karolina Pliskova, speaking of tennis, she's a former world number one, one of the best servers overall. Katarina Siniakova, a qualifier this week. Something was off in this one, Monica. Yeah, Pliskova had 22 break points against her, and like you said, one of the best servers in the women's game. And she just looks sluggish to me, not really moving her feet too much, but Siniakova is taking advantage of the fact that her opponent is not feeling at her best. You know that Pliskova has been inside the top 10, Grand Slam finals, so got to watch out, especially on that serve, but Siniakova saying no thank you on the returns. She's taking advantage in the double fault, seals her fate. Pliskova is out. Only three games lost in that one. A big surprise as Pliskova is out. Take a look at some other scores from Americans yesterday. How about Dennis Kudla? Qualies at the Australian Open takes out the top seed, Diego Schwartzman, in straight sets. Kudla going to be on second serve later tonight on T2. Some other winners, Katie Volinets and Emilio Nava as well. As we take a look at what's trending on social media, and John, you tweeted about this, the WTA and ATP teaming up to put out some new rules, especially concerning late-night matches. Tell us more about it. Yeah, you know, you, sometimes you can point to specific matches, right? So Serena and Capriati have a match at the U.S. Open. That leads to replay. And we have Kevin Anderson and John Isner play that semifinal at Wimbledon. That leads to a change in the decisive five set. And remember the match Yannick Sinner had in Paris that went way into the infomercial hours. Now on account of that, both tours have gotten together. That's a good sign. And now you cannot start a tour-level match, not a major match, but a tour-level match won't be happening before 11 p.m. Won't be happening after 11 p.m. So that's that's good to see. Talk about tennis ball standardization perhaps being the next front, but good to see both tours getting together on sensible policy like this. Yeah, I think it's incredibly uh, smart for them to do this. A lot of the time it messes with the player's rhythm. It messes with your whole kind of strategy, especially when there are rain delays to factor in. There's long matches. I think it's a it's a smart play from both the ATP and the WTA. And like we said, it's good to see that they're working together on all of this because all the players can agree starting these late matches is really tough. And no night session starting past 7.30 p.m. with the recommendation for 6.30 p.m. I, I'm all in for that. Roland Garros, just, just saying. <laughs> Get that 6.30, maybe 7.30 night session. We, we, we love to see it. Let them play, but start a little bit earlier. And like you said, John, having both tours coming together, always a beautiful thing. Novak Djokovic, this was last year. Another title at the Australian Open, number 10. He has not lost in Melbourne since 2018. Absolutely owns this event. So guess what? As we take a look at the BetMGM odds for who is going to win this year, Actually, even odds for Novak Djokovic. That's how much of a favorite he is, Monica. What do you make of these numbers? I mean, I have.
have to agree. He Novak Djokovic usually brings out his best tennis in the majors, as do most of the top players. Akaraz, we have to see how he's feeling physically. Sinner, I like to have him there in the mix because he's been showing some tremendous consistency and really bringing his best tennis in these tournaments, especially at the end of last year. He really showed why he should be in the mix with all of these players. And I mean, it's going to be a pretty open field, but uh, Djokovic, I can, I can understand why he's the favorite here. Where are we finding some value, John? Um, I mean, Sinner certainly comes in with a fair amount of momentum. Uh, no warm-ups, but a very nice fall. I'll give you one. Ironically enough, Rafa was tied with Medvedev before he pulled out number four, which tells you something. I think if you're going for value, you could do a lot worse than Zvera. If you want to go way off the board, you can look at a guy like Nico Jerry, a top 20 player now at his career high. But no, I mean, I think realistically, it's Novak versus the field. And uh, boy, history sure favors that guy in the upper left, doesn't it? Ben Shelton also plus 2,500. Uh, are you concerned, Monica, at all with the fact that Alcaraz, Sinner, and Medvedev, none of them played uh, a warm-up event? I think it really depends on how their body's feeling. We know that especially Alcaraz dealing with some injuries, Sinner playing a lot of tennis at the tail end of last season. Medvedev, maybe that's just the way that he's approaching this season. These guys are known to play a lot of matches in each and every tournament, getting to the later round. So, Talking with their team, maybe this is how they want to approach the season, but, you know, I think they're going to be fine. These odds, as always, can change before the start of the tournament, just about four or five days away. Our schedule is set, though. On Wednesday, the three of us back on TC Live, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, leading up to live action from Auckland, Adelaide, and Hobart. Back with our hot shot of the day after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's a huge night on T2 with Second Serve at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Big props to Nick Monroe. He has been getting these amazing guests on the show. Francis Tiafo last night. Tonight they've got Davis Cup captain Bob Bryan, Dennis Kudla, who just beat Diego Schwartzman in AO Qualies, Kathy Rinaldi, and more. Jeff Chisiver and Jimmy Arias join Nick on T2. And we are counting down to the year's first major. Four sleeps away from TC Live, your only two-hour pregame show every day starting at 5 p.m. Eastern, leading up to first ball in Melbourne. Myself and John Wertheim joined by a trio of Hall of Famers, Martina Navratilova, Lindsay Davenport, and Jim Courier. Plenty of guests, highlights, predictions. We got you covered every single day. It starts on Saturday. That's hot. So is this. The shot of the day, Monica, and uh, Alexander Bublik comes up with these quite often. And when we see Bublik on our screen, he never fails to disappoint with the sneak attack, the stretch volley, and then the passing shot moving backwards. And you got to give the look. If you don't give the stare, was it really an impressive shot? It was an impressive shot, but I like the stare. It adds to it. Give a little flavor. It needs, a little it, spice on top. A little something, something. You got to be kidding me. No, I do this every day. Every day, he's a highlight machine. Our featured matches throughout the night, starting with Ben Shelton, Fabian Marijan, 
How about Jesse Pagula taking on Bernarda Pera, Sebi Corda in action, Taylor Townsend, the lucky winner, as John would say, against Marta Kostiuk, Tommy Paul taking on Alex Bolt, and Elena Rabakina. Don't sleep on her in action as well today. Let's start by talking about Ben Shelton. This guy went to visit New Zealand's All Blacks rugby team, John, looking for his first win of the season. What do you expect to see tonight? Monica was going to do the haka, but we'll have to wait till uh, <laughs> No, I mean, I think this is a good opportunity to sort of step back and, you know, note what a remarkable year it's been for Ben Shelton, who uh, a year ago didn't have a passport, and now he's hanging out with the All Blacks and will be seated uh, at the Australian Open. I think he should be okay against a bit of an unknown opponent, but I, I think the conditions favor him, and still youth is on his side. I think big things are ahead for Big Ben. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, the phenomenal season that he had last year, like we said, he had never traveled outside the U.S. And all of a sudden now he is, you know, one of the favorites in the game and a favorite to go really far in the Grand Slam. So it's about getting the wheels turning. It's about getting ready for the season. And, uh, you know, where he really wants to turn it up is in the Australian Open. But he wants to get these really good matches before then. No sophomore slump for Ben Shelton. Big things coming for him. Jesse Pagula taking on Bernarda Pera, All-American matchup. They're both, you know, a few days before the Australian Open. Who do you think needs this one more? I think Pagula would benefit from getting uh, this match underway. She played the United Cup, which, like we were talking about a couple days ago, it's kind of a, a team feel, not as much pressure. But now getting into those pressure situations, she's needing to win. She's the number two seed in this tournament. Has been a favorite at the Grand Slams. Hasn't really taken that step past like Kogo Goff has, for example. So this is a really important win for her, or match for her. Yeah, to get that win, John. Yeah, a couple of 29-year-old Americans. They've actually, not only they played before, they played before at the Australian Open. Uh, Jesse won that one, and I, I think Monica's right. I mean, I think, look, we, we all know what the deal is. This is an excellent player. This is a top-five player. She just needs to get to that round of four or go deeper than a quarterfinal at a major and going in with some momentum, beating a tricky player with a lefty serve. Those all sort of add up to some mental confidence. So uh, I, I think a big match for Jesse, in, in a manner of speaking, going into a major and We'll see if she can get beyond a quarterfinal. We talked about the Americans doing well yesterday. One of those was Emma Navarro. Got her first win in three sets. It was a comeback win for her yesterday. I think it's time to start adding her into the mix of somebody to talk about because she has been slowly working her way up the rankings and is going to be seated at the Australian Open for the first time. She is uh, the number two seed in Hobart. So, you know, being one of the two favorite players to win a tournament, that's a big responsibility, and she seems to be handling it really well. So, you know, it's good to see that she's continuing to get those wins and getting these matches under her belt, which is really important ahead of a Grand Slam. That's such an under-the-radar story in a weird way. I mean, this is a player who could leave Australia in the top 20. An American went to college. She's won a lot of matches, hasn't really done it on the big stage. But, you know, plays a, a veteran Polish player and fresh, and she ought to win that match. So in a very short amount of time, Emma Navarro has gone from sort of a, a breakthrough player into a player we're just naturally expecting to win these, these work-a-day matches, and she'll go to Melbourne as a seed. She's kind of got that uh, Elena Rabak in a disposition as well, right? I mean, it doesn't change... High, low, just stays focused on the match no matter what happens. And it's been working out for her really well. Can break into the top 30 for the first time in her life. We are just moments away. Monica, you're going to head to the booth. Call another good match. Felix Ojeali Asim coming in as the four seed in Auckland. 
Think he gets this win against Altmaier? I mean, you want to see him get this win for sure. Who, who are you calling the match with today? With Chanda. Chanda Rubin. We've got the good thing going. Got the great thing going. Looking forward to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune in when I get home. Chanda and Monica on the call. Thanks for watching TC Live. Enjoy the tennis all night long.